Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 131 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, and as always, I'm here with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I've been waiting to do all, that all week. I had no idea that was coming, by the way. No, I did not know. We got a new soundboard, and Josh is having fun with it. <laughs> yes. That's it's got all these cool... That's, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> and creepy. Oh my goodness gracious. It's got all these cool sound effects. Um, <laughs> If we ever do... Uh, if we ever cover Revelation, I want to like do it in that, that voice. Yeah, yeah like, we can whatever. do that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was funny. Um, So it's going good according to Helium Josh. Yeah, you know... <laughs> I mean, I, I I love it when I get to play with new things and new technology. That's right. That's right. And um, this is kind of a cool little addition because it's an actual podcasting soundboard. Before mm-hmm. we were using a soundboard that we just kind of had around. Right. So now we have a dedicated uh, soundboard to use I feel for very it. official with these mic stands or whatever you call them, mic arms. Booms. Booms. Mm-hmm. I have a boom mic. You do. Oh, yeah. I would like to have a boom mic operator just follow me around. Yeah. Just just walk yeah. around. <laughs> um, I bet you they have good shoulders. I bet they do. So during the <laughs> pandemic, um, you know who Kevin James is? Mm-hmm. Like King of yeah. King and Queens and all? Yep. So what he would do um, d- during the pandemic, he would make videos of where he was, he would green screen himself into scenes where he was the <laughs> boom operator. <laughs> and like the best one was like... Um, the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith, mm-hmm. and he's yelling at like one of the mannequins named Fred. Yes. Well, in the video, <laughs> Kevin James plays a boom operator named Fred. <laughs> so he's like yelling at him the whole time. That's funny. Yeah. And he was bored. And he well, was bored. Well, it was during the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah. So we're in the same place, but we got some new equipment. So yeah. A little bit. I'm trying to clean up the room a little bit and make it a little bit more. Studio-ish. Studio-ish. That's right. That's right. Um, <clears throat> so we are... Anything we want to chat about before we jump into today's topic? Mm. And you got hot on the on the press to mention. I don't know if we do. Uh, let's just jump in. Yeah, let's just let's jump just in. Let's just go in. So we started a new series. Obviously, last week we did some uh, background on Theophilus. Who is it that Luke's writing to in the book mm-hmm. of Acts? And so this past Sunday, we jumped into the first eight verses of chapter one of Acts. And so, um, and what we're going to be doing is, is for a bit anyway, is a companion with this podcast, uh, with the 167 anyway, um, just kind of adding in, maybe covering some things we didn't, weren't able to get into in the message or are, are better discussed like conversationally, um, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So um, this is what Acts chapter one, verse eight says. It, um, so we went through Acts one through seven, but this is like the, 
this is the outline. Verse eight is the outline for the book of Acts. Okay. It it, it really, um, it, it just makes it very concise. And this is the outline. It says, but you, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So he's Jesus has told his disciples, I'm going to go, but I'm sending one with you. He refers to him as advocate. Um, and now he says the Holy Spirit when he comes upon you. And so um, I referenced briefly in the message Sunday um, that sometimes the question that gets asked and learned people have done much better with this than I than I will. But it's kind of like the nuance of the prepositions. Like, because mm-hmm. we'll talk about, well, do you have the Holy, did the Holy Spirit come upon you? Or is he in you? Or is he with you? Right? Yeah. And Sunday, I said the short answer to that question is yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think depending on maybe what kind of um, uh, church background you're from, Mm-hmm. Um, those little nuance prepositions matter. Might, they might make a difference, mm-hmm. right? Um, so how does Jesus say that the Holy Spirit will encounter his followers? Well, here in verse eight, we see it's upon them, upon. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three different there are three different ways we see this happening on, in, or with. And so the Greek um, is epi, which is on or upon, um, in, en, which is, in, that's easy to remember, and then para, which is with. Okay. Um, that's probably how we know. Do you know that term for the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, paraclete? No. Have you ever heard that term? No. Um, well, that's the Greek for the Holy Spirit being with them. Okay. So on, in, or with. Now, um, here's how I would explain those three prepositions. Were you going to ask a question? Well, I was going <clears> to <throat> ask which Greek word was used in this verse specifically. Um, epi. Epi, mm-hmm. okay. On or upon. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here's how um, I, I say I would explain this. This is how I have learned in, exper- um, in study. I've mm-hmm. learned this. So um, we talk a lot with our, our Wesleyan doctrine about prevenient grace. Yes. Um, or the grace that goes before, the mm-hmm. grace that worked in our life, that now that we look back, we go, oh, yeah, that was God working. That was the Holy Spirit working. That was that was the Lord was interacting in my life before I recognized it, right? Yep. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. So um, when you look at that, that is, um, that's a with, that's a para. That is God's working with you even if you don't, like he could be like, working with you as if like he's the potter and you're the clay working with you. Yes. Not necessarily like sidekick companion, you know, he's not like your co-pilot. He's not my no. co-pilot? No, you got to change no. that bumper sticker. Oh. I know, right? Um, I don't see much of those anymore. I mean, that was a... I mean, bumper stickers were really a thing of its time in the 80s. They though, were. Too. They were. I mean, yeah. and did, did your parents have bumper stickers? No. Yeah, my parents were like... I'm not sticking some piece of junk sticker <laughs> on my car and then right. I'll, never be able to, car. Yeah. I'll never be able to get it off. Yeah. Um, so prevenient grace is that, that. so how does the Holy Spirit work? Well, he does work with you. One way we see that is that how he worked with us before we even recognized it. Mm-hmm. Another way we would say is um, in, E-N, and then in us. How does he work in us? And that's that moment that 
your salvation moment. When you said yes to Jesus, mm-hmm. that was the Holy Spirit working in you. Right. Um, I would say when he's working with you in this regard, he was like wooing you, pursuing you. Mm. And then when you say yes to Jesus, that's the Holy Spirit working in you. Correct. Right? And then we know that, okay, now the Holy Spirit is in me as a believer. An outward force becomes like an inward force. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And then the epi word, which is the one that Jesus uses here in the text in, in uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, is the is the epi, which is on or upon. And that would, in the New Testament, that would be someone who's already a believer. Um, you go in the Old Testament and you see times when when prophets spoke, when they heard from the Lord, when Moses heard. Uh, that's an that's a epi as well. Okay. That's the Holy Spirit coming upon them. And the Holy Spirit wasn't restricted from doing so. What we see in the Old Testament are moments mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit was upon us, in us, with us. Hang on, all the prepositions, upon <laughs> us, upon people. And now New Testament, we have Pentecost, where now he's in those who believe. But then also there are times when he works on us or upon us, even as a believer. Okay. That makes no sense. I'm I'm struggling to keep track. <laughs> so... Okay, let's use let's use this example. There, there's been debate for sure whether people knew the Greek versions of this or not mm-hmm. on epi and en as far as our language of being filled with the Spirit. Okay, right beyond salvation. Okay, would you? Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. That? That, so that, our charis- There's many of our charis- char- ultra charismatic friends mm-hmm. who might say, "No, you you're saved, but then you must be filled with the Spirit." Yes. Um, I don't see the direct nuance of that in the scriptures. I just don't. I don't either. Yeah. So um, now I see people who have yet to receive the Holy Spirit in the New Testament as far as believers mm-hmm. who um, are like, yes, you pray and receive the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But once you get into... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, one of the examples that's a, a good one. Um the Ethiopian eunuch, who later yes. on, who who meets Paul on the road mm-hmm. and becomes a believer. He didn't become a believer and then get filled with the Spirit. He became a believer and then was baptized. Yes. Um, but all of that was a was a moment. That was mm-hmm. all of a, a together moment. So that yeah. was like an in para epi party. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I just always assumed it's like you... You get saved, and then ipso facto, you're filled with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. during your salvation, like at mm-hmm. the salvation moment. Yes, He's in you. Yes, yeah. that's it's, the promise of yeah. Scripture. Yeah, so it goes from like upon to in at almost mm-hmm. at the exact same time. So, how would you, Josh? And I'm not trying to trip you up. So, no, but how would you explain? I'm trying to follow the. Yeah. How would you explain to someone in your community group who's like, okay, so I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. But we've been talking a lot about the Holy Spirit at church. Shannon's in her message and our community group notes. Um, what do I need more of the Holy Spirit? Like, is it okay to ask for more? Is there? Am I? How would you answer that? I mean, it it was something we were talking about in staff meeting on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we need a bigger table. <laughs> I'm like hitting things and clanging things, and jo- I'm making Josh nervous with her. Go ahead. Normally, we're on this big white folding table, <laughs> and I've shrunk it down to kind of this, Shannon's old preaching table to try to make it a little bit cooler. But I've 
ordered another table that's a little bit bigger. It'll be here next week. <laughs> but okay. which is wonderful for the the listening audience. Yes. They're like, we don't we don't, we don't care. care how we it don't looks. care what your table is. Yeah. Anyway, how would you answer that? But okay, so we were talking about it uh, Monday in staff meeting. How, uh, me specifically would only pray to God in general, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, then we kept everyone kept saying, "Well, there's the Trinity, and it's so hard to explain, but we need to mm-hmm. ask the Holy Spirit to do His job. Mm. Invite Him, yeah, invite Him yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. because Jesus said the Holy Spirit was coming." Mm-hmm. To do what uh, God told Jesus what to say, mm-hmm. and catch me if I'm, I'm <laughs> I use incorrect words because I don't ever speak incorrectly. <laughs> God told Jesus what to say, and the Holy Spirit is doing what Jesus said to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you see that. The, so, yeah. like Jesus is the way to the Father, mm-hmm. but. Almost, and please, I I hope this isn't sacrilegious what I'm about to say, but the Holy Spirit is the boots on the ground. Yeah, no, that's not sacrilegious at all. I mean, I think that's, and he, Jesus himself said, I must go yes. so that the Spirit may come. Yes. So that he may help you understand the things I've taught you. You're not ready for it yet. It's going to make sense when the Holy Spirit comes. He's going to be your paraclete. He's mm-hmm. going to be with you, but he's also upon you and in you. So it's mm-hmm. like the all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, so when you really want someone, like when we pray and we really want something to happen within us and an outward change on us, we should be asking the Holy Spirit directly. Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's okay to say God, but I think we need to have the recognition of who are we speaking to and why. Because, and because that's the role that he, Mm -hmm. that he is there to fill. That's right. And instead of it just being general, speak mm-hmm. to the the yeah. general that's there we? to. Well, like if you know someone's name, I hope that answered the question. No, that was really good. I I think if you if I I know your name, I'm not just like that's the guy in the green shirt. I'm mm-hmm. like that's Josh. Mm-hmm. So why would we not refer to the one we know whose name it is? Why would we not refer Holy Spirit as Holy mm-hmm. Spirit versus Yeah, um, God? I hope you would help me today to know how to have the words to say to this person. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Why? And so I, a lot of this that we're talking about is just helping us, mm-hmm. the church, uh, the staff, all of us, for just to recognize mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit is here and present and wants to work. Yeah. Um, but just like Jesus, I think there are times when we can invite him to work where He's he's waiting for us to ask mm-hmm. in some circumstances and situations. Mm-hmm. I think we have given some of our more charismatic Pentecostal friends a hard time. Yes. Um, in regard to um they've seeking, earned a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Seeking out and um expecting the Holy Spirit to move. Mm-hmm. Um and that's a shame because yes, human beings are gonna uh, take things to the extreme. They they might abuse things or or misuse things and whatever. But um, I also think that some of our friends who are much more in tune with uh, the work of the Holy Spirit are well. I, I I know I know a lot of them, and I I follow some and listen to some. And it's like the frustration of 
the majority of the capital C church not recognizing the work of the Holy Spirit is just like maddening to them. They're mm-hmm. like, how can mm-hmm. you not do this? Um, so that's, this is why we're, I mean, we, we wanted to do this, the, the study of Acts, but the work of the Holy Spirit has been very, very uh, prominent. Yes, in staff meeting on Monday, Justin was like, "We need to do a series on the Holy Spirit." I said, "I was like, oh, don't worry, but that's what this series is." Yeah, we're in Acts, but this is about the work of the Holy Spirit. Okay, He's the central character of all mm-hmm. of this. I mean, we'll see Paul working, we'll see Peter a little bit, um, but we this is about what the Holy Spirit's doing, carrying out verse eight, the outline of Acts chapter one, which is to go into all the world, right? He's saying to his people, you'll receive the Holy Spirit when he, epi, comes upon you, and you're going to be my witnesses. This is the equipping of the church right here in verse 8. Yes. They're now given the ability to go and do Mm -hmm. what Jesus has taught them to do. The Great Commission. Yes. Yep. Um, Here's one thing... um, as far as like being the difference between being filled with the spirit and just having the spirit with you, mm-hmm. um, these distinctions in scripture. Here's what I I find I find epi, which is um, like someone who's already a believer, but the power of the Holy Spirit is evident in a particular moment or circumstance or situation. Yeah, those are those moments where the Spirit of God is so evident working in that person. It's just like undeniable. Maybe it's a prayer that they prayed or a, a, a prophetic word that they shared or something, but you were just like, whoa, that was that was God. Mm-hmm. God, the Holy Spirit, yeah. just spoke through that person, mm-hmm. worked through that person. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all experienced those things. I mean, I did. I think we saw there's a portal worship night on Monday night, mm-hmm. and, I, and uh, the Holy Spirit, basically told you what to come up and do. Well, that's a, yeah. Um, I was praying in the back. I guess I'll share the yeah, story. I wasn't planning it. on it, but, um, uh, <clears throat> so I was excited to come mm-hmm. just to, you know, anytime I can just walk through a door, walk in the door and just be present. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. Um, and so I was ready to do that. And then, um, but I just felt kind of burdened. And so I just stayed in the back and, um, prayed, and so I was praying for uh, everyone there. And um, in one of the lyrics of the songs, there was something about God's outstretched arm towards yes. us. And prior to that, I was praying. I was like, God, why am I burdened? You know, show me what you want to show me. And I was, God, Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as we sang that line, or it was sung, because I had my eyes closed, I was praying. It was, I, I don't know how to put the words on it. Um, I felt the Lord say to me by the Holy Spirit that um, there was the burden I was feeling was the burden that many people had brought into that room. And so I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. And so that visual of God's outstretched hand coming to us was like the, the okay, I understand, um, was that he has his arm outstretched to us, but because of the burdens we carry, we often don't want to take his hand. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like the, oh, okay. And then it was like he showed me what some of those burdens were. Yeah. Um, and there were three distinct ones. Uh, was like, um, And this was primarily college students, young adults. Yes. But um, 
uh, financial burden that some mm-hmm. of them were just absolutely terrified of of the financial circumstances. And, yeah. And so I mentioned that, and I said, if that's you, come and stand over here. And, and I don't know, eight, nine, ten, I don't know, came. And then I said the other one was um, family, family, like they don't understand the call in the life of a Christian of you as a believer, or um, there's just strife or you know difficulty in family. And I was like, if that's you, come over to that other place. And so again, eight, nine, ten, and then the the third one was just like habitual ongoing ravaging sin. And, um, and I knew that was a tough one, but people responded to that as well. And so they came and got in a group. And then I, I went with the, those who are dealing with financial stuff and Allison prayed with the family people. I think Justin prayed with the, um, mm-hmm. uh, the, that ongoing habitual sin group. And, and we just, you know, we were in the middle of worship and I just came up and got the microphone. I was like, Hey, Justin, can I say something? He's like, yeah. And so that's when I presented this. And then, yes. And then people responded. So, and then I, I know the group I was in, that was a really powerful time of, mm-hmm. of prayer. And after, um, after the fact, uh, I was talking to someone and they went, man, I wish there was a, a group that's like, I struggle with all three. Yeah. Yeah. I got a text. It was like, why didn't you say, and if you're all three, would you please? <laughs> and, and then through that, um, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit was talking to me because at one point, I was like, oh, me and John are just standing here. Like, mm. me and so I was running all the stuff in the back. Yep. yep. And then John was uh, playing piano. And I was like, oh. And this was, this is. You could have been a, like Casey and just walk away from the microphone and go get in a group to, to pray. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> one, my first thought was, oh, me and John are stuck doing mm. what we have to do. Mm. And then I, and then I heard, you're not stuck. <laughs> right. John's stuck. You're not stuck. Yeah. And he could have stopped playing too, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, you're right. And then he's like, why don't you go pray that with John? Prompting. Yeah. That prompting. And that's Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's the, that's that um, epi. Mm-hmm. That's that upon you, like prompting you, go pray for John. Yep. Right? That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what that is. Um, and so when we talk about that... Um, Right. So I would say to our listeners, like, and I, I briefly said this on Sunday, but like there are times when you're in prayer or you're in worship or in conversation with someone and it's almost as if a supernatural moment occurs and you're given clarity or knowledge or direction in such a way that you're like, this is not from me. Like mm-hmm. I I don't, you know, and you feel Holy Spirit working in and through you. That's epi. That's yes. the epi that we talk about. Um, And so in that regard, I would say to our Christian brothers and sisters who are much more uh, comfortable with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, I think that's where they get frustrated with a lot of people who are so, so, so reserved and restricted and maybe fearful mm-hmm. about the Holy Spirit because they're like, look, this is nothing like, it's nothing crazy. It's just the third person of God, and we expect for Him to move. We expect mm-hmm. for Him to show us how to pray for others or how to speak into a, a, a moment or a circumstance. Like, why would he not? Like, mm-hmm. why do we gather together as believers if we're, if it's not to be ministered to by God? Right. And that would mean God, the, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, because well. Jesus said he was coming to do that. He's already sitting at the right hand of God, right? Yeah. I mean, there's God the Father and, and the Son there, and we mm-hmm. have the Holy Spirit. So um, I said this on Sunday. We should not be afraid of the Holy Spirit. We should not. 
unfortunately, in some cases, we are. Wouldn't you mm-hmm. say that's right? Yeah, I mean, not saying this is an op- oversimplification, but sometimes it the Holy Spirit almost has a mystical mm-hmm. perception to it. Yeah, for sure. Where whereas because of how how you might be raised or the or the stuff you've gone through growing up in the church, Father God and Jesus sound more practical. Because mm-hmm. you know what a father is. Yes. And you know Jesus actually walked yes. here mm-hmm. on earth, flesh and blood. And so like that third just mm-hmm. seems a little, not like almost outlandish, but mm-hmm. it, it it seems more harder to grasp than the sure. other two. Sure, yeah. And I would say that conservative uh, denominations around here also don't give as much explanation on the Holy Spirit as they do the other two. I would say that's everywhere, but yes, definitely well, here. going through sure. what I've experienced. Yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. Because I don't know, like, I don't want to speak on other mm-hmm. denominations that mm-hmm. I, have, I have no experience on. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's almost scary to go that way because you, it's the least, it's the followers least known about yeah. aspect. And, and least controlled. Yeah. But but I'm wondering is it and we can keep Jesus in the pages of our Bible. Yes, you can't the Holy Spirit. Mm-mm. But this is a since we've started talking about this, I've been wondering is our so when we do we actually have a better understanding than the Holy Spirit than we actually think we do, and we're using God's other names in place of it? I think there are times for sure. Yeah, like perfect example is like when we say. To ask Jesus into your heart. Mm-hmm. Are you? Should you actually be asking the Holy Spirit into your heart? Well, I think, mm, and th- and that's that that whole prayer of asking Jesus in our heart. I think that we need to call on the name of Jesus. Yes, as Scripture tells yes. us. Um, the whole asking in your heart—that's not in Scripture. That's exactly what we've, we've co-opted but, that term but with from the, with I don't know where. the inward work of the Holy yeah. Spirit. Are we? Ac- yeah. Are we actually should be asking for the Holy Spirit like? We Jesus, should say yes. I believe Jesus. Jesus, this we is believe you in you, and you're the go-between. And then Holy Spirit, come fill me. Mm, it's like that. Should, that would be a really good, yeah. Like so, I, mm-hmm. so I mean, do we have a better understanding of the Holy Spirit than we actually think we do? But we're just using God's other names in place of it because it's safer in our mind. I would, I think yes, but in the the example you're giving, I don't think people are thinking Holy Spirit when they say "Ask Jesus in my heart." No. I think they're yeah. So I hear what you're saying, and I do think we we put a different name tag on on Holy Spirit sometimes mm-hmm. when we're praying. But my personal opinion is I don't think the whole Jesus in my heart idea. I don't think people are thinking Holy Spirit. I mm. don't. I could be wrong. I mean, generally, I think a little mini Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm a pic. I'm I do mental images. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I picture a little Jesus in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then <laughs> listen, when we talk about when we talk about fear um and not being afraid of the Holy Spirit, and I mean this, but it sounds kind of kind of trite or whatever, but I mean it, is our fear in regard to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. the only fear we should we should have is a holy fear, a reverent fear that we're gonna miss what the Holy Spirit's doing. Right. 
That should be, if we have any fear in regard to the Holy Spirit, that's where it should be directed in. Oh, I don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out on what, what God's doing. And when I say that, I am saying Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah, you're <laughs> um, right. And I'm, I mean, we're even as staff, we're, we're becoming more aware of when we say God, oh. are we saying, and we're going, oh, Holy Spirit, because I think that's important. Oh, yeah. Total personal challenge on All for me. Yeah. Like specifically since Sunday is like, oh. Oh, wait. That was Holy Spirit all along. I can be more specific. Yeah. Or I can give recognition. I was to... calling him John. His name is Tom. Oops. Messed up. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I don't know if that's an example. <laughs> it sounds kind of the same. So here's an, here's, I wrote this in my notes. In the Greek, in E N. Um, is one of the ways we use, you see in the scriptures how the Holy Spirit works with us, in us, like that moment of salvation, okay? Yeah. In is to be equipped with the tools as a believer. It's like, here are the keys to the kingdom. Right. Epi is when we use those tools by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just had this... Ex- ex- image of like those little d- dinky little cheap little screwdrivers yeah or and then like a power tool oh that makes sense i don't know that. yeah but i think as as a believer upon salvation we're equipped or mm-hmm. we're we're um we're equipped with the tools we're given the tools yes but with the holy spirit we are empowered to do the work and that's what jesus said you i'm your savior but i'm going to go and he's going to come and help you understand all the things i've taught mhm and then he's like, and you're going to do things even even greater than I've done. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Which you wonder, like, I mean, not wonder, but like, you think he had a three-year ministry. Mm-hmm. So from, from Pentecost to today, Christianity has been here. And people who love God and are obedient to the Holy Spirit are doing things and mm-hmm. praying things and and prophesying things and teaching things. And so you add all those up through the years, and yeah, the culmination is is tremendous. And it, yeah, when you think about it like that, yeah, that that's like how I view th- it. Yeah, when you think about the time, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, because I'm not like, oh, he's gonna do something greater, like you know, Superman fly backwards around the earth and like make the days go back, like not that kind of stuff, but no. just like the sheer amount the, of the whole was worth yeah. more than the sum of the parts. Right there, you go. Yeah. So, um, and this is where I think. Um, talking again about the epi, the the Holy Spirit working upon us. See, when we're looking at Acts chapter uh, 1, verse 8, mm-hmm. Pentecost hasn't happened yet. So the Holy Spirit has not filled them yet. Jesus is just telling them this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things we're going to talk about this uh, more on Sunday is that the disciples received this information. You're going to receive the Holy Spirit. Right. Epi, and then you're going to go into Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth, and you're going to share this message. Mm-hmm. They don't immediately leave that place and go into Judea, Jude, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the end of the earth. They go and wait, which is what Jesus told them to do. Mm-hmm. And that's really important because it, yeah. we shouldn't attempt to do God's work without uh, just on our own strength. We should we shouldn't do it without the Holy Spirit. Yes, we should not. We should not. And I think sometimes we get our prayers kind of backwards in regard to the Holy Spirit. Like, I think sometimes we pray things like, God, would you give me more of your spirit? And that's not a bad prayer, 
But what if we kind of shifted it a little bit and and prayed something like, God, I give you more of myself to be used by your spirit? Oh, yeah. Because it's not as if his spirit is far, far away going, man, I really just wish Josh would hurry up and pray. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, God, I'm here. I'm yours. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you myself to be used by your spirit, who mm-hmm. is already present and already working, already, you know, here. Right. We so. ha- He hasn't th- throttled the amount he's given. We've throttled the amount we've received. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely an epi kind yes. of prayer when we say, I give you more of myself to be used by you. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you can, yes, you're in me. You know, I've said yes to you. The Holy Spirit of God is in me, but oh, goodness, I want to be used by you. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are. Um, so, um, and then you look at like Judea and Samaria, you know, Jerusalem. Um, it goes out in ever widening circles, which we'll we'll talk about that as we as we go. As far as like, I was reading something this morning, uh, pretty cool, just about how um, they followed. I mean, obviously Jerusalem is right there. They weren't mm-hmm. far away from it, like a two thirds of a mile or something from Jerusalem, right? Proper uh, when they get this word. So of course Jerusalem's next, but then they followed it. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly how Jesus said it, right? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then boom, through the, the end. ends so, of the earth. So as is my way, I text. So we have staff meeting on Monday. Yep. I text the staff on Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. and I say, "Hey, can you guys be at the church at ten thirty? Um, can everyone be here at the same time? Because we come and go. We're all yeah. over. Um, I have something I want. I have an idea mm-hmm. <laughs> that I want to run by you guys, and it's kind of time sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before, have I? Not this year. <laughs> So, but it's only April. I know, right? So we converge. So we are due. Um, yeah. So we are, this Sunday, we're talking about the ascension of Jesus. And next Sunday, we'll be looking at Pentecost. And in the scriptures, uh, there's only seven days between Sundays. I don't know if you knew that. I did. But according to our 168 hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, very good. Um with the scriptures, it's really 10 days, but we're going from Sunday to Sunday. So, you mm-hmm. know, we're kind of flexing there a little bit. But in between those 10 days, you look in the scriptures of what the followers of Jesus were doing between Ascension and Pentecost. Mm-hmm. You look what they did, and they prayed. They got together, and they prayed. They obeyed Jesus, and they prayed, and they waited for the Holy Spirit. They prayed and said, we're ready for the Holy Spirit. We want to do your work. And so what we're going to do, and this is what I talked to the staff about, and I was like, hey, this is what I'd like to do. What are we going to do? So we're still in the in the um, tying up a few little loose ends. Right. But um, we're asking the church, it, or if you're listening to this, you're not part of our church, but we're asking you to be a part of this, is between Ascension and Pentecost, for our church to commit to daily prayer mm-hmm. and fasting of some form um, and asking the Holy Spirit of God to to come upon us and work upon us and in us and through us and all the prepositions. Yes. Um, but to, to do what the followers of Jesus did. That's all we're doing. Yeah. We're just doing what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have put together a... Um, Booklet. We have a booklet. We have a PDF of it for, yes. and we much rather y'all use that because then you can download it to whatever device you want, and you mm-hmm. can write notes on it and everything. 
and it saves money. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have printed some hard copies yep. um, of a booklet. Uh, the printed, the digital one will be on the website uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll have the paper copies available Sunday. Sunday. Um, we're going to have a sign up and it's very basic. We want to know if you are participating. Yep. So there's going to be a place where you can go to our website and you can say, uh, you, what you'll do mm-hmm. is you'll click on the button that says, I want to participate. I don't know what the word <laughs> yeah, we, is. Yeah. That, that's it. We'll get the word. I'm right. workshopping it. But you click on the button, it'll take you to a um, link where you um, just sign up. Yeah. And you just put your name. Yeah. I and mean, that's it. I yeah. Think. We don't need any. We just want to know. It's, it's, this is a tool we're using to help you guys uh, have a little bit of accountability. Yes. So let's say I'm going to participate in this. So mm-hmm. I'll go to it and I'll put in my name and I'll be like, yes. I don't know if it's, I think what I'm going to, I think we'll offer too, like I'm praying mm-hmm. and then the other one is I'm fasting. Okay. And that fast can be whatever y'all want. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this now, so I can't backtrack, but so I'm going to commit next week, um, at least Monday through Thursday, probably Monday through Friday. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Um, I'm going to fast my lunches and I'm going to weather permitting. I'll be out on the picnic tables. Well, I'll sit on a seat. I'm not going to like be laying around. Um, and if anyone wants to fast their lunch and come to the church, I'll be here and we can pray together. Oh, that's great. Um, and we'll use the booklet. So Mm -hmm. as, as kind of our guide. Um, now in this booklet, there are, there are like, it, it can be like a journal. There's places to write things. There's places for you to write names of, um, I, I believe it's five people be thinking about who you can share Christ with. And mm-hmm. so that's the Holy Spirit's working in you. It's not you. I think that takes away a lot of our fear, Josh. If we think we got to save people, we don't. Yes. That's, that's the work of, of the Holy Spirit. We're not of, strong enough. Jesus has done the work. God sent Jesus. Jesus has done the work. Yep. The Holy Spirit empowers us and equips us and even pursues that person. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're, we're being part of the process. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, um, but there's group prayer in there. So we're going to ask our community groups to be praying. And there are nine different prayers that you could pray. So you could get together with your group. Well, here's what I'd love. I'd love this, um, is for at least one group a day during next, that next week, right? One group a day. Mm-hmm. to commit to pray those nine prayers together. so And they're very short prayers. So you right. can do all... Now, you can pray these nine prayers on your own over the course of, like, you know, the weekend into, mm-hmm. you know... But let's say you have a you know, Wednesday night group, yep. okay, which we have something else coming up, so we'll tell you about. But let's say your group says, yeah, we're going to pray these together, and we're going to do it on Thursday night, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, or whenever... We, there's a group that meets Monday night. They're going to do it. I Portal's going to do it Monday night. You know, right. they're going to get together and pray. That way we know a, a collected group from our church is praying. Mm-hmm. So I would love for a group, and it doesn't have to be like, if you're not in a community group, you could get with a couple of people and say, hey, would you pray with me on Thursday? Saturday, yeah. yeah. Whenever it is. Um, so I would love, love, love that. So we might want to put that on the thing as well. Is you, do you have a group praying? Yeah, I don't know. We'll work that out. We'll, we'll workshop that. Yep. Um, but then... And this is where we were like, we really want to do this, is Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. you want to tell us more about that? So Wednesday night, we're having um, a worship night. May 3rd. May 3rd at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have porch kids will be available for uh, normal ages, birth through fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of uh, 
our community groups, we want our community groups to come and, and worship and pray together. Um, and I don't want to say mirror what what happened on Monday, this the portal night, the yeah, portal worship yeah. night. But we'll just, you, I think mm-hmm. we're loosely using the skeleton. Well, yeah, we're coming before the Lord in in prayer and and worship, and it'll be a very free time. There'll be some scripture shared, and we'll just be asking. Well, I mean, here's the name of the booklet, and here's what we're calling this: "Come, Holy Spirit." Mm-hmm. That's that's our prayer. Yep. Come, Holy Spirit. And in epi para, yep, do it. Come, Holy Spirit. And it'll be very. Um, I I don't want to say without structure, mm-hmm. but. It will be without structure. It won't look like a Sunday morning yeah, but, much. But with um, just a strong intent. Yes. Come Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. So from a structure standpoint, it might look loose, but the intent is just as strong and is just as for sure. intense, Yeah, for, for a better <laughs> word. Yeah. Um, so we've got our, our weekly, like our daily um, prayer and devotional. Yep. Um, we're asking people to fast. Um, come Holy Spirit fast. Mm-hmm. We're equipping you with that. You can get it online. You can get the hard, uh, a paper copy. Um, uh, we're going to have our Wednesday night, come Holy Spirit worship night. Um, and then the, the week will conclude as we celebrate Pentecost on mm-hmm. uh, May 7th. Yes. So, um, oh, I say it'll conclude, it'll continue, but in a yes. really cool way. Yes. So, um, that's what we're doing and mm-hmm. it's clear as mud, I'm sure to well, our listeners, then- but. Well, if it's not clear and you don't have someone to go with through the book, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing it. We're going to be doing oh, daily yeah, on right. this podcast. That's right. We'll be walking through um, the yeah the days. Yeah, so, so. we'll have a podcast every day to kind of mm-hmm. go through the reading and the prayer. Yep, but corporately is a great way to do this. Yes, so we encourage you to do that as well. Come Holy Spirit. That's yep. our prayer. So mm-hmm. um, I want to pray. All right. Father, we come before you and say thank you for the way that you love us. And thank you that you've sent Jesus Christ as our Savior, who has forgiven us of our sin, that we are made new, we are redeemed, we are restored into right relationship with you through Jesus. That righteousness has been given to us. And now, Father, as your people who are loved by you, we ask, we declare, (laughs) come Holy Spirit. Would you fill your people? Would you fill this church? Would you equip us? May we see it. May we know it. May May we feel it in our hands that you have given us the tools to do your work in our homes, at our place of work where we go to school, where all the recreation that we do, all the hobbies that we're a part of, where we find ourselves at the grocery store or the park or wherever, the gym. (laughs) God, that your Holy Spirit would have permission to work on us, in us, and through us, not for our sake but for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ, so that people may come to know you. That's revival. Lord, would you use us to make your revival happen? We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Josh, thank you.
Thank you. Uh, we look forward to talking to you guys. We'll be talking to you a lot next week. So tune in yep. and uh, we'll see you Sunday. See you Sunday. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.